0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Krakow Football Live podcast. This is our second episode, and if you're still listening after the first one, then you must be really on board with what we're trying to do here. Today, I've got three guests. Um, Adrian. Zajst. hello. And Kuba.
1: Welcome, everybody.
0: So... These guys are a part of the Dragoons football team here in Krakow, and all three of them are local lads, all Polish. Um, well, maybe maybe a couple of them are from a bit further away than Krakow, but they're pretty local compared to the rest of the football team. Um, Adrian, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: Yeah, so I think I, I'm most local because I'm from Krakow right? So like I'm really local here. Uh, about myself, uh, probably I'm one of the youngest in the team, I'm 22. too. Uh, I'm playing in the team since two years, I think. Was I was invited to training, then I started the games. And um, I'm working in real estate in normal life, uh, with Cuba, by the way. And um, I think that the basic info about me
0: Thanks a lot, Adrian. And um, pleasure. <laughs> uh
2: Yeah,
3: um, I, I was probably I was probably the first first Polish guy actually, like uh, in a team, which is made it to a team. I, I did invite Adrian to a team because I felt a bit lonely. And uh, uh, I used to play uh, in lots of teams in uh, in my in the villages next to Chęstówka back in the days when I was living there. But when I moved to Kraków. Uh, I basically focus on studies and work, and Crack of Dragons was like was my first proper team, and uh, and it's uh, it's actually made me stay because I felt attached to the team because of the whole atmosphere. It's it's there and stuff, so uh, that's why I'm here on this podcast right now as well, I guess. And uh, yeah, with uh a couple of my friends now uh, on on the other side
1: of the of the speakers as well, yeah.
0: Um, over to you, Kuba.
1: Uh, I'd like to greet my mother at first. (laughs) Uh, And right now to be serious. Actually, I'm the newest, I think, on the team. One of the newest uh, transfers in the team. I'm really proud to be part of this team. Uh, What more, like Adrian said, we're working together. Uh, We met some time before and I decided to join you because I think it's a really good, good opportunity to meet a lot of people from around the world and to build something really, really good in a Krakow when we're talking about football.
0: Thanks a lot, Kuba. Well, um, you know, this this is quite interesting, um, having you guys as Polish players, who all of you, I believe, have extensive experience within the youth footballing system within Poland. So, um, you know, it's... um, quite um intriguing to know why you guys decided to play for say the dragoons instead of say another bigger polish team um adrian um you're someone who comes from we could say a footballing family you know your father's a coach and why why did you choose the dragoons uh
2: my father isn't a coach he's like he was playing football right now he has something in common with football, but he's not a coach, he never was. Okay. Not like a verified coach. He was coach for me for sure. Anyway, uh well, why I decide about dragoons? I decide because of Waji to be honest at first. But then atmosphere and all everything on the training like get me attached to, to the club. Uh but mostly like telling the whole story, I finished my Adventure, let's say, not not career, let's say, adventure with football. When I was uh, 19, and I get like four injury of the knee, and I finished playing with Carparnac. The then, then I had a little break, so uh, I didn't play a lot. I meet Boise and we with Guaje played like once two per week, and then we decide one day to join some you know normal club, playing eleven a side, not just small game. So then I got invited by Boise and I decided to join this club uh, because of, that, of the atmosphere and the training, and opportunity to play with poring To be honest, playing poring as well um, give it give it opportunity to me uh, to speak English, a, like speak English every day, and I'm sure that really helped me improving my language. Right?
0: I don't know, Adrian. What do you guys think?
2: <laughs> uh,
3: he's he's getting there, he's getting there. <laughs> to, to his
2: best but uh,
3: to be fair, if I can add uh if I can add my uh five words to that. It is actually when me and Andrew met together, we used to work for the clubs like uh we're promoting clubs like Prozac Labudang and stuff. And uh we decided like we met and we, we like uh, we, we both liked football and we decided like uh Oh let's let's go join some team together. So uh, at some point we're like just playing playing on like Ageha pitches and stuff, just playing together. And at some point uh yeah, Justin brought me to Dragoons game and I was like uh, I was I messaged him and I was like, mate, that might be that might be something going on here. Like come come for a training next time and like uh we might we might join these guys and stuff. Yeah, that was, I remember I remember the beginnings how we started it was like yeah, It was, it was like basically me and Arjun like together. It was like within within uh, like two 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 weeks. Like we we joined together.
0: And um, so why why did you decide to you know uh, stick with the Dragoons pleasure? Because obviously uh, you played for uh, youth teams as yeah. well, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. I I used to play in uh, in Chernivtsi. I played for three for different teams here, and with with like pretty pretty good like uh, academics and stuff. But like then I had, uh, uh I moved to Krakow uh, for studies obviously and stuff. So for like uh, three at least years, for at least three years, I didn't play football at all. And uh, yeah, there was uh, i, miss, I, I of course I, I started missing football. So uh, the guy from my, from the work, I used to, I used to I still worked there. Guy was like uh, we we play every Tuesday. With some, uh, the guy was Aussie. He's like, we playing every Tuesday with some with some foreign guys, like just just for fun. I'm like, ah, oh, I might join. I'll come, I'll come see what's what's happening. And I came like one time, second time, third time, and I was like, ah, oh, it's 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 pretty cool atmosphere here. It's like it's it's nice to stick around with those guys. Then I invited Ajin, and like we just we just stick around till the team was team team was like uh, pretty much made. So that's how it happened. Like sometimes, sometimes like, you're not even meant to, like it, when, when we first came for the, for the game with Adrian, for the, for kick kick about, we never thought it's going to be a proper football team at some point. But like, it, it happened and like, we're probably very happy about that.
0: I just want to know from you guys, you know, how it, how it feels, you know, being within a team that's in Poland and, you know, your main communication is actually in English um, between your teammates. does you know, what you know, what kind of like um, impact does that have on you and your thought processes? Um, for example, blaja, what, what what do you think of that?
3: Uh, in my opinion, because I used to play uh, more than ten years with only polish Polish guys and stuff and under polish uh, Polish coach tactics and stuff. Uh, it's uh, it's 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 a nice thing. It's a new thing as well. Uh, definitely a new thing. I like I like uh I like that everyone has a different understanding of the football as well. I'm I'm learning from every every teammate. I'm learning something different. Everyone has a different understanding of the football. Everyone uh, think everyone everyone has a different tactics and stuff. Uh. 'cause to be fair like uh when you when you when you're being grown only in polish like polish like village football teams there's there's not much going on you basically have like same uh same tactics like uh same tactics in each team like there's there's not even tactics like just like just some coach trying to do some motivational speech and that that's it like uh but uh when i play with those guys i learn i learn new things like they uh they know they they know different football kind of they uh they teach, I, I learn i learn so much uh that's uh very educative and uh it's it's way more fun definitely way more fun to play uh with these guys uh, I can enjoy football way more than playing just in a regular polish polish team definitely
0: no oh. <clears throat> That's cool. Um Adrian, do you find it's um difficult to communicate with um other players sometimes or um do you think that because it's um English is the like the language everyone's using that it's um not, not, not so bad.
4: Yeah, like I don't have any difficult tools uh despite language uh, to, to communicate with people. Sometimes when I'm frustrating on other players i feel some difficulties on this but in every other segment of the playing don't have any difficulties uh maybe you have better bigger difficulties in the communication of the team because on the training sometimes the people can't understand you right
0: yeah yeah it can happen um you know it's um it's just trying
4: yeah, to get for me for for the training that sometimes we are doing just nothing. <laughs>
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's um, you know, you, when you're trying to put something across, I think um, Alex always says it to me that you know we're trying to put something across, and some people just do not understand what we what, what we are saying. Yeah. Um, but but at the same time, I'm doing it with someone you know who is uh also um, speaks a different language to me, right? And we seem to under we seem to understand each other. So I, you know, I, I hope that everyone else understands it. You know, because
3: um, yeah. it was it was never an obstacle to me. Because like uh, I joined the team because of the work. I used to work from the from the guys, from foreigners. But uh, yeah, I guess like the newcomers to the team, like especially Latinos or whatever, they might uh, they might uh, not understand properly your like your British accent or whatever, but. We always, you always do show the show the exercises and stuff. So
1: I guess it's easy enough.
4: Yeah, like it will take a time, but they will understand for sure. Uh, I will agree with Ibuaje what you said previously about the fault in the team. Like we have many players from many countries uh, in Europe and not Europe, and we can learn from everyone, like Portuguese, uh, Angolian, Angola, and Ang- uh, English English football is completely different than us. Uh, we can even learn from Italians like Edo, etc. So yeah, basically everyone in our team thinks differently on the pitch. I
3: would consider Edo uh, more Dutch,
4: mate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> breaking his heart already, <laughs> uh, Mamkuba, You 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 you're new, right? So you know, um, you're new to the team and. You know obviously for you it's uh it's it's a it's a big change from you know having coaching sessions in polish to coaching sessions in in English and instructions in english um you know what's what's it felt like to you
1: actually when we're talking about the communication outside the pitch, let's say not talking about the game uh it's not that hard because come on I think we all can speak English properly. But for me, the biggest problem is when you're actually playing a game and when you want to scream someone uh, with your back on past me on or anything, my ball, uh, it's really hard for me because when I want to scream it, I want to scream it in Polish and then I have to process the information that the player, which I'm playing with right now, can't speak Polish. So it's taking... One, two, three seconds more to process the information that I have to shout in English, not in Polish. I think the biggest uh, problem for me is to communicate on the pitch while we are playing the game, not while we are uh, talking during the training or getting the information from you as a coach on the training ground, but on the game, because, you know, you're getting the ball, you're screaming, it's mine, and I have to think scream mine, not "Moya." Like I used to do it for 12 or 13 years uh, of me playing football, so I think that would be the biggest problem. So it's, uh, processing the information that I have to communicate in English, but during the
0: game. So that's a big change if you think about it, considering, you know, you, that you've been doing something for so long, and then you're having to flip a switch and you know, um, do something different and in a different language, right? So
2: you know.
3: Yeah, it is it is true, but uh, I think it, it takes like uh, up to up to three four months, and then and then like you get used to it, because uh, it was same for me and Adrian, and like we got used to it. Like now we now we use like uh, proper English slang, I guess, in, a, in a, on the football pitch. Do, do, so,
2: do, do, yeah. do you think?
1: Because it's not about the vocabulary or or accent. Uh, it's just, you know, when you're playing football for 12 years and screaming your players in Polish, it was like an impulse right now, right? Yeah, you it's an impulse. The guy coming for, I know, for I know, guy, I know. For, for I, I know, I that, know. That's what I said. That's in Polish. And right now you have to... I know, that's what I said. It takes like... I know,
3: that's what I said. It takes like two, three months. Two,
1: three, five more seconds more? But it takes five seconds more when you're screening. Yes,
3: but that's what I said. It takes two, three, four months, and you'll get used mm -hmm. to it, and you 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 switch you switch to English comments and stuff. That's.
1: I I won't deny it. I'm just saying that right now, it's the biggest problem for me to communicate outside the
0: pitch. Fair enough. No, no, it's a it's a good point, but if if you think about it, you can compare it to you know. Well, professional footballers have to do, right? When they change countries, yeah.
1: Actually, yeah. actually, it's really, really nice because we're playing on the really. Uh, for now, I hope uh, not for so long on one of the lowest uh, levels in the Polish yeah. league. But I feel like I'm I'm uh, I'm a pro footballer because I'm playing with the guys around the world, and it's really, really nice.
3: To be fair, yeah, I, I do, I do feel, I do, I do feel the same because I used to play in the other teams, and. I did feel like I'm playing in uh, in a village. No offense, but now now I'm actually like uh, the whole atmosphere around the team and on the club how how it's run and stuff. I feel like I'm playing pre- I'm playing in like in a proper team. That's uh, that's a nice feeling. That's definitely uh, that's yeah.
1: Yeah, I think we want to achieve the goal we had on the beginning of the season, and it's really nice. Yeah, there are they proper proper goals proper. Uh, Proper
3: coaching, uh, proper aims and stuff. Like it's it's just it's not just like just not just uh, kicking about anymore. Like we yeah,
2: we exactly. have we have, something we have to a achieve.
1: plan. We want to achieve something, and that's the goal. Uh, exactly. Not going for the training to meet your friends and kick the ball for two hours, but do something to to get a goal. Yeah, exactly.
3: About the communication, I don't know if it's true. Maybe just uh, just the legends, but apparently, like Sergio Aguero, still doesn't speak English after playing what seven years in England already.
1: I've heard this as well. Yeah, he's just banging goals. I've it's heard like, this It's like Adrian, right? He can't speak English, but he's banging <laughs> goals
3: yeah he's speaking goals, yeah but what what i'm saying like uh you can you can only speak you, you only have to speak the football language at some point like you don't have to speak the the country language
0: um there's um, good points there um but uh, I'm, I'm gonna shift the discussion um you know to broader um discussion about polish football um you know Poland's a big country in europe in context to a lot of the uh, the other places uh, sorry to to a lot of the other countries that we have there's you know there's close to forty million people here um you know the top top league clubs here um, a lot of them have very wealthy owners backing them or you know they've borrowed a lot of money um but at the moment the Polish league is ranked twenty ninth in Europe so you know, you're behind Romania, Bulgaria, Azerbaijan, Belarus, Israel, Kazakhstan. The the these are countries that Polish Poland should not be behind,
2: right?
3: As I wish I wish there would be a simple answer to that, but unfortunately, we don't have an answer to that. It's very frustrating. We, we got knocked out like Warsaw got knocked out from the Europa League qualifications by t- by the team from Luxembourg did the lunch two years ago that's extremely frustrating like and looking at the at the budgets of our teams and at how big the how big the population is as well and as football is number one sport in the country it is extremely frustrating and to be fair me as a fan, I have no idea what's going on, why it's happening like that. It's actually, it's, I will say it again, it's fucking frustrating.
1: I think the problem in Polish League is that uh, I never went pro in football, but from what I'm looking at, like you said, we've got 40 millions of people in our country and the football is actually number one sport in our country. So the biggest problem for me in the biggest clubs in Poland actually is they're not paying attention to the academy and to getting the young prospects from their own clubs, but bringing players from around the world, paying them crazy amount of money for playing in our our league. And I think they should focus on uh, Polish players, especially young players, because when you look at our national team, I think there are a lot of players with really, really high quality, like our main striker, captain Lewandowski, uh, midfielder Zielinski and Krihaliak. Uh I think there are a lot of players who are Polish, that play really good uh, football, but there are not a lot of good players in Polish league that can do the same. And I think the left Poznan right now is really good example for a good job they are doing. Because they're investing in their young prospects in the academy. They're focusing on their own players and not bringing players like, I don't want to say because, but I should. Like uh, Lega Warsaw, they're bringing players from all around the world, paying them crazy amount of money for just being in the Polish league and the players are more like an advertisement. Like the player who played two games in the Premier League and is coming to Polish league like an advertisement, not a uh, football quality. And I think that's the main problem.
3: That's true. But also yeah Lech Poznan that's the only 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 team which uh, has Probably Lega is a good academy as well, but Lech Poznań is the only team which it only team which take uh, which actually using the academy properly, which which takes advantage of academy. Probably out of twenty players which went to the top four leagues uh, from Poland to so top four leagues in the last ten years. Ten of them was from Lech, Poznan. I can I can, I can can name I can name probably a couple of them. It's Lewandowski to Borussia from Lech. It's Kenjora to Dynamo It's Luneta to Sampdoria. It's Berashinsky, he went to Lech, yeah, but then he went to Sampdoria, but he was a junior from, uh, from Lech, Poznan, obviously. It's Jan Bednarik in Southampton. Uh, uh, there's probably a couple more. Uh, I forget about them now. It's David Kovnatsky as well. He went to Sampdoria as well. They actually, they actually earning so much money on, on players uh, from academy, and that's uh, that's probably Lech Poznań should be a role model, role model for the other Polish teams. But uh, yeah, it takes probably it takes time for our leagues, for our league to develop, uh, for all the teams to develop as smart as probably Lech Poznań. And then our league can uh, go up a little bit, I guess. But at the moment, we're just stuck because we, we, uh, we keep keep doing the same scheme. We keep buying the Balkan players, keep buying them some Serbian, Croatian, Belarusian, uh, Bulgarian, 30-odd X stars, paying them 100,000Ks per month, trying to win the league in Poland, and then getting knocked out in the first... First round of uh, qualifications to Champions League or Europa League. That's we. That's a round. Like we 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 in a loop at the moment. Poland is in a loop. All our teams are in a loop. So it's it's pretty frustrating. That's how it looks. Like.
0: I mean, I mean it should be frustrating because you know, um, Poland has a really like strong history in football. Um, you know, you had great teams in the. 1970s and 1980s, you know, third place at World Cups. No, and I mean, I mean, a couple of those guys have, you know, been the the presidents of the football association, right? The um, what's the guy called at the moment? Who's the charge? Um,
3: Zbigniew Boniek. Was,
0: was, he, yeah, he, he, was uh, he? He played in
3: 1982
0: World Cup. No. Yeah,
3: 1982. He came second in a Ballon d'Or
0: because a Juventus store. you had these kind of players before you know, and even now, um, you know, the Polish national team has a lot of talent. Obviously, most of it is from abroad, but um, you know, there there's obviously something really, really wrong here in Poland, because you should, you should. I can say I can tell you because. Just gonna say yeah, like you know, you're behind all of all of these teams, um, but well, another another. Like, question I have is, like, maybe Adrian will know about this because, you know, he was, he's was he been involved in a number of clubs. What do you think of the coaching? Is the coaching good enough at youth level?
4: It's, it's a very hard question, Ash, for to, to, to answer. Uh, I would say that coaching uh, here in Poland, it's uh, based on the level of the... Uh, League, because sometimes here in Poland league, especially smaller leagues, uh, when Cuba can very well say it about that, uh, when the youngest players who had a talent are going straight to uh, older teams because older teams doesn't have enough players to play, and then uh, they are like not developing technical and other very important stuff which they should do in, when they were youngsters, right? Because yes. basically, uh, like you, you, you know the, the, the best, uh, when you want to develop a very good football player, they need to have some periods in their life when they uh, like focus at most and some special part of the football game, right? And here in in Poland we have many many situations like this. For example, when I was a youngster, when I was playing in my first club, uh we are very we had very very good team in uh, when I was I know 10 I think 10 11, and then suddenly because of the problems with the board and uh, the problems uh, with the cash flow in a club, uh, the team was uh, like the the coach left us. Uh, we couldn't go for the games, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, because coach didn't get the money for, for 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 training us. And then whole team, like 20, 22 very good players from uh, my year, didn't go anywhere further. Just me and two any like two more guys who were the best in the team. Go to the Garbarnia this time. But basically, I think many many times in Polish in clubs, like smaller clubs, where you can find. Very good talents it happens something like this. Uh when first of all they are sending to older uh teams when they're youngsters and not um, like develop uh the skills yet. And second thing, when your team is getting destroyed and many of the players didn't found another club because like they didn't uh get pushed to this, right? Okay. Um
0: so that that's that that means that You think that it's a structure of a lot of clubs, right, Um, in Poland, which is not helping players. Basically, players are either not reaching their potential or they're just dropping out of football completely and playing with their friends. I think, Ash, I think it's
1: uh, another problem in Poland especially because... uh, I was living really, really. My hometown is like sixty kilometers from Krakow, so it's not far away. And we're having our hometown uh, team. We had a really, let's say, golden years uh, when you're talking about the YAF teams. Uh, two, two years. My, my year and uh, the guys one year older were on the municipality uh, tournament. Uh, let's say my team, and there were a lot of teams, uh, like Sandeczka Nowosącz, who's right two years ago, I think they were in Ekstraklasa. Putnik Nowosącz, the best academies in Poland, they were on this tournament, in our hometown. No one knew where do we come from, because no one knew uh, about our village. And we were third there. And the problem is that no one actually contacted the best players we had there. And they... In my opinion, they could be easily in extra class right now if they had anyone to help them develop uh, their talent. You know, to take their hands. I think
3: it's, it's about the agents as well, man.
1: Take, take their hand and show them you can have, you can not okay, uh, gain something in your life for football. Uh, you got a talent that helps uh, help you to develop it, and it will help them. And they finished playing in, in our league, actually, in, in fifth league in Poland. But when you are talking about their talent, they should be in extra class. And I think this is the biggest problem. that There are a lot of players like that in small villages in Poland, and no one wants to look for them. They prefer to pay a lot of money for the players who played years, years ago, two, three leagues higher, just to be there then develop their own players to help them achieve something in football. And I think that's the biggest problem in Poland. Yeah, that's, 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 that's a classic Polish Ryssa
3: Klasa made. For example, the, the best example is Corona Kielce man. Uh, those guys, Corona Kielce was the only team in Poland uh, this year, 2019-2020 season, which went uh, the furthest in the youth cups. They, they almost made a group stage of like uh Ufi of cup whatever and uh they still they still didn't give the chance to any single guy from this team to play an extra class they instead of that oh uh you know, because it's, it's actually it's actually interesting I'll actually quote uh the first thing of Corona health because actually it's actually frustrating to uh to see that, that the team like this, they have like, the, they have, at this moment, they had the best youth team in the in whole Poland, and they never used any single guy. This team, this team was actually, the youth team actually made something in Europe, and it's still like, oh, nah, fuck. The guy's not ready yet. Let's get some Bosnian guys. Let's get 30-year-old Bosnian guys. This is, this is fucked up, man.
1: Actually, can relate it to uh, the Polish league, no matter what's, which level. I can say it about my uh, team from my hometown, which always trusted in their players from the youth teams. And let's say in our area, we're the smallest village, which is the best team in our uh, area, because we're always uh, Tempo Białka. Uh, I love you guys. I hope you'll get promoted to the fourth league uh they were always trusting in their players they were play uh, players from our hometown which were getting you know from the uh, B class to the A class to the Okręgówka right now they're fighting for the fourth league but uh, our, uh, our reality they're never paying a lot of money for the players from Kraków and far 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 uh, cities they're trusting in their own players they wanted to play Uh, in our team to be the players from our hometown. Right now, I think in the first 11 in fifth league, there are nine or eight players from our hometown who was playing from the YAF team together. So I think this is the best thing you can do to trust your players to, to get you promoted to the higher leagues. because The hometown next to us was always investing in the players abroad, let's say from the cities like Krakow, 60, 50, 100 kilometers far away from them. And they're falling. They're falling from fourth league. Right now they are fighting for the fifth league to be there. And our league, uh, our team was always uh, being promoted from, like I said, by Klasa. A Klasa right now it's Okringovka. They're fighting for the fourth league. I think
0: that right now they're second. Yeah, but... Uh, so uh, Kuba? It seems like he's cut off.
3: Yeah, he's cut off. The thing is... Uh, can you hear me right now? Yeah, I can hear you. Cause, uh, Kuba, Kuba uh, me and you said some arguments like uh, what's wrong in the football and stuff, but uh, the, first, the, the most frustrating thing is like we actually don't know how to fix it. Like... What's, what's actually wrong? If it's, if it's the owners of the teams, if it's, if it's the players, if it's the coaching, like we actually don't know. Like, we don't know why we are we 29th or what you said.
1: For me, actually, uh, if the best solution is to invest for the coaches who are uh, doing a really good job in the YAF team and not paying them the least money you can pay them. Because if anyone is doing a great job uh, in the youth team, and actually that's, again, the example of my uh, hometown team, we had a great uh, coach who was really great person and a coach. And right now, I think 10 players uh, from the team he was coaching is playing in the fifth league and fighting for the promotion. We should, not you, the Polish club should be investing in the coaches from the youth team and not the senior clubs.
3: Yeah, I guess I guess coaching is one thing. But I guess the, the other thing is like, because lots of teams has a good academy already. Like, Serumiy Lubin has a good academy. Legia, Wisła, Krakow has a good academy. Lech Poznan, of course. It's just uh, Corona-Kelze, which I mentioned before, the only team in Europe this season for Poland. Uh, we just we just don't give the chance for the young players that's that's the uh, main issue i guess and uh we, we keep buying those those old balkan players those old old serbians bulgarians ukrainians Brazilian. and stuff like just give the chance to our guys like what do we have to lose we are already the worst league in europe at the moment cuz like i don't consider litua like, Latvia, whatever the other t- the other countries like leagues like competitive, they they just playing amateur football. We're not actually con- concerning them as a, like as a proper football leagues. We as a we call ourselves a proper league. We the worst league in the Europe at the moment. That's for sure. That's for sure at the moment. So we have nothing to lose. Stop buying those Serbians, Serbians, Bulgarians, whatever players they are from. Just just keep keep
2: Investing playing your youth academy. players.
3: Just keep playing young players. It's a massive country. Everyone loves to play football here. There's lots of academies. Just grow the academies. Get get our players in. Get them try to keep them in the league for at least two or three years. Don't sell them to West straight away. Maybe maybe slowly we get we get to like top fifteen leagues eventually. But like it's I don't know. It's, I think, for all the the owners and stuff, it's a short term business. They're like, all right, so we have, for example, now there is a new guy in Lega Warsaw, Michał Karbovnik. Uh, you you probably don't know about him, you're probably gonna hear about him in the future soon enough. Uh, he's a very, very young, uh, very prospect player, and instead of like keeping him for like a year or two more. Legia Wars are already like already scratching hands. They're already they're already checking for the offers. Apparently, uh, some offers from Spain coming already. They're gonna they're just gonna try to sell him straight away. The guy the the guy the guy never was even like he never even made it made it, made it as a star in Polish league. But they are already gonna sell him for the big money.
1: That's um you have to understand that Polish young, young Polish players when they're Getting the opportunity to move abroad and learn more from the uh, abroad coaches, they want to go, right?
3: Of course, yeah, yeah, of course. Nah, Kuba, Kuba. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. If if that would be me, if that would be me, of course I'd move. Of course I'd move. But if I would be a football team, it's hard to
1: say for the Polish. I know, man. It's hard to say for the Polish clubs to keep their players because. If I would be in this situation, I would like to move.
3: I know, man, but uh, the but the thing is, the, the thing is, they're not even trying to convince them to stay for one more year. They they like they're trying to get profit profit right away, profit right away.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: They don't have any arguments, any arguments yeah, more quasi, than money. Quasi, quasi, quasi. So guys, but guys. Not guys. Even
4: money, Cuba, but also development. Look at fucking Ajax. Yes. Yeah,
1: but I, I'm saying no, no, no. I'm saying that the money. Is- if you have an, any argument to stay in Polish League, it would be money. Nothing more. Not development, not coaching, not tactics. You won't learn anything.
2: Arag
3: Milik, Milik, when he left Ekstraklasa, Arek Milik, he was a decent striker when he left Ekstraklasa, but he made it to Ajax Academy from Ekstraklasa. And then from Ajax, he got sold for 30 million to Napoli. Like you have to also make it to a like, good place as well. Like.
4: Yeah, but what, what's the look, difference look, get... there and what, what's the difference here, right? Uh Ajax for sure have better development of the players, so probably, most probably, better coaching, better uh, like uh, pitches, everything, right? And that's why you can you can be the structure. The whole yeah, club and that's why you can be sold in Ajax for 40 millions and you can't be sold in Legia, Lech or whatever for 40 millions, right? Yeah, that's true. Yep. It's like, like, maximum. like guys. when you are a young player, when you are 19, what are you, what are you going to do? You're going to stay in Poland in like medium, small league or you want to go to uh, Ajax or I don't know, even Lewandowski to Borussia Dortmund. Uh, yeah, but you also have go. to
3: you, have, you also have to pace it pace it man pace your career you can't you can't just like you can't just leave leave your team after five good games and go to fucking Bundesliga sometimes you're like uh, alright say, say humble uh, uh, I must prove myself one more season in extra classa maybe and then go because sometimes it just disappear because there's so many other Polish guys which are living extra classa by the age of nineteen twenty and it's just disappearing
0: but you have to move to the Good All right, guys. Okay, Ash, go on. (laughs) Guys, guys, look. Yeah, so, like, this is um, obviously, you know, you guys are very passionate about this. And um, it's a very deep subject, um, you know. And what you've said about, you know, teams selling these players too early. uh, You know, there was obviously obviously, uh, Kapushta, yeah? Kapushta from Krakow. we, we went to Leicester, and you know he never made it there, and he's on loan. I don't know where the fuck he he's is. He's not but, fucking Leicester. You know, that, that, yeah, he's not at Leicester anyway. Um,
2: but he's on loan. But right now.
0: you know, this is this is you know, yeah, this is you know something that, like, Kuba also says the right thing. You know, there's nothing to keep those players here though, because the only thing that can keep them here is money. So you know, going going um, uh, just a little bit back. You guys are saying that you know we need um, the the teams to trust younger players and stop getting old foreigners, but this kind of conflicts with Dragoons, right? Because Dragoons is a team of foreigners, yeah, that's true. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, 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 Adrian, what do you think about this? He's <laughs> a young one, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why I'm asking him. He's the youngest
4: i think dragons is something bigger than uh like what you're saying right now because like to be honest we are not a club we are a project right we have just foreign people yeah. we are the only team in poland who has like i don't know 90 percent of foreign people in the team more than 90 i think percent of the yeah. people. like we are you know four polish people for like 40 members yeah yeah so that's completely different than the normal club because uh like to be honest, I think most of our team uh didn't like let go of the football adventure, let's say not, not career, let's say adventure. Uh and they like right now want to play, they then right now they don't want to you know achieve something big. But this stuff, like playing with uh 90% of foreigners Uh, in a team, and achieve some promotion, start to play in former Polish league with many, many restrictions, I think it's a big deal for us, and uh, it's also something, some challenge, and uh, as well some achievement for us. Uh, So That's why, for example, uh, I know me, Bumba, uh, Vitor got a transfer option, like paid transfer option uh, after the first round, but uh, I think no one from us uh, consider even this even this stuff because first of all uh for example in uh, my opinion and on my behalf uh like i believe in this team as a team i love to play here with a teammate uh, i see a bigger goal here i'm not seeing just this season and then okay we'll play i think this uh like beginning of start to playing in uh lowest polish league it was Great decision, and right now we can develop something which is like I'm not sure even in Poland possible.
3: But also, also what you said about uh, about Victor Victor's proposition, I was there because that was the game when we played with the team three leagues above us in a, League. League in a cup about. in a cup game when we lost like six four, and then the coach the coach the coach came to me is like. uh it's like oh this guy vitor cuz he's, he's like you speak polish because i'm like yeah i do he's like oh we want we want this guy vitor we want this guy vitor i'm like oh no he's not coming to you guys <laughs> but the thing is like if i if i if i said to vitor like hey those guys want you i said to him afterwards he's like yeah it doesn't matter cuz like what what are you going to say to him like he's going to go play with some random bunch of bunch of polish guys which don't even speak english He's, he's going to not not even speak to anyone in the trainings and earn what like thousands of a month he's earning enough money to live his life so he's just playing football for fun with us now so it's it's just like this kind of things like for example Bumba as well he could be playing in some other team but like here's just like uh we uh, we are kind of uh we we grew up pretty 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 big atmosphere here, like pretty pretty good uh pretty good team uh, team spirit in there. So I guess that's what's keeping us there.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah. And we have to divide it because on our level we're playing
2: it for fun actually, till the fourth league. And it's no no point to move to from Beklasa to Okrangovka because it's still for fun actually. So,
1: it's no point to move from the class to Okungovka when you're doing it for fun. And when you want to go for profitable profitable league, uh let's say you have to move from third league and higher. But that's the difference, because there's no use, like Blaze said, to move uh, the one or two levels up from our league, because we're all doing it for fun. So our team is not a good example for moving players.
0: Fair enough. Um, you know, let's um, have a quick answer in because um, our producer has just asked a question in regards to what you guys think about lots of smaller clubs now having no money and you know they're going to be dis- disappearing basically folding, you know, we've had two clubs in our league do it. And the top clubs of course are just wasting money, wasting it away. We all know the problems that Viswa had before um came in to rescue them. Um you know what do you guys think about that? So there's rumors that uh are going to fold. And they've been around for what seventy years.
4: Uh, the second, Grimbaovianka was playing in Beklasa, but the first are playing in five leagues. They didn't fold yet, but they, they have some money problems, I think. Uh, yeah. But it's very hard to say, to be honest. We don't see the problem in first person because it's like second team are always different. Uh, depend on the young team mostly and many of the players who can play in the first team. So basically I think um uh, is a good example for that because they are in a they they were found in 50s of uh, of the last century right and right now the problem with it it's I think about two things about the money and about men's involvement in a team uh because uh, as we saw uh, we lost with Bianca, remember that, right? Yep. And we lost with full team. Like there was many players for player f- from from the first team from the fifth league, and later on in a the season they start getting uh, they they start getting walkovers, uh, walkovers, uh, because they didn't have enough players to play. So basically, I think it wasn't just about the money. I think it was more about many involvement in a team, uh, about this example. But if uh, a Grimbarovianka from five league would be folded as well, uh, it would be fact because uh, like, it's it's pretty old team. It's pretty decent team. I remember when I was 10, I was going there uh, to play away game. It, they have very great uh, objects. Uh, they have great pitch, so it would be very terrifying for for the football in Krakow if they would be forbidden. Because I know some players who play in Grunwaldia, uh, who play in Garbarnia, who play in Hutnik, who were discovered in Grunwaldia, which is like a big part of like some Polish uh, Polish football, even if they are not that big team. So. In this case, they're not getting enough money from uh, like our Krakow City Hall. Right now, like main club, Giswa and Krakow are getting money for the stadium, which is wasting of money. And it's pretty shit. Uh, it's pretty shit for these small clubs. Uh, small clubs like us, for example, but mostly like other old teams like Kabel Krakow, uh, many, many, many other teams uh But, to be honest, every team has their own way how to handle it for example my own uh, my old club Vivianca is doing well right now uh they found some good sponsor. they built a new object for the club, new clock rooms, new pitches, and uh it's going great there, but it depends on the sponsor and depends depend on the work uh of the uh chairsmen in the club right
0: yep, I understand that. I think the big problem
1: about the non-professional football clubs in Poland is that non-professional clubs in Poland are uh, paying their players a lot of money. Uh, And like I said, I think from the third league, you're getting pro in Poland. And people who are playing in Aklasa are getting like 1,000, 2,000 Polish lotus per month for playing for the club. And that's the biggest problem, I think, in Polish football, when you're talking about the lower leagues. That you're pl- paying your players a lot of money for doing for what we are doing for fun. And in this situation, it can be a big, big problem uh, for the clubs uh, below third league in Poland because you have to pay the players or what they should be doing for fun.
0: I understand. So you know, there's um, basically it is it is mostly money that's gonna um, have a huge impact, and it's because of those clubs being wasteful, is what you're saying, Kuba. Um, right. We're we're coming up to our time limit now. Um, just a quick, quick, quick answers. Yeah, for these questions, I'm gonna fire at you. Um, from Adrian, what, what 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 is your ambition for the Dragoons?
4: Uh, my ambition is the Dragoons? Uh, I think it's hard to say right now. Right now, our object is to get promoted to the Eclasa. Uh, and that's my ambition for now. I don't think anything future because, as you know, in football, it will not get promoted right now. We have another year. Uh, and it's our closest goal, my closest goal to get promoted to that class. All right? But I think my biggest ambition was all, almost fulfilled this year when we were facing my old team, Garbarnia, in uh, Polish Cup. We almost faced it because we faced another team. But it was very close to get Garbarnia in the third round of Polish Cup and my biggest ambition is to win with garbarnia in in i don't know league or uh, football or in a polish cup uh, it would be my yeah my biggest ambition in, in dragons for right now
2: right.
0: sweet Um kuba for you um where where do you see yourself um fitting in within the team you cuz you're new so you know don't want to put any ambitions on you
1: so well, I would say the same as Adrian because I think our goal shouldn't be more than one year from now. So right now is getting promoted to the a-, a classa, and then we're fighting for the promotion for the second league. And the biggest ambition right now is not to change anything in our club. So we're playing for fun, and we're playing for promotion, and to get two of these goals together, getting promoted and Doing it for fun,
0: not for the money. Sweet. And pleasure for you. Uh, um. Yeah, I guess. I guess something different. Uh, something different. Uh, <laughs> know your, know your <laughs> ambitions. Uh.
3: So, so uh, obviously the main one is, of course, the promotion. Like uh, that's obvious. But uh, I also would like to have a double double this season. So a double figure uh in my goal statistics and double figure in my assist statistics. And uh, I'm not 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 so far away from that so uh, hopefully I can make to that oh, no, first and never I can do that so
2: uh,
3: I'm setting I'm setting 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 my expectations for myself as well and uh, yeah and I hope this team is gonna go uh, the same way which is going now uh, I guess eventually like if we get promoted maybe next week I can catch some catch some games but like uh, if the teams go the way, Which uh, I wanted to go, and uh, the 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 board wants to go. Eventually, I I won't be playing for it anymore, but I I wanted I want the team to go this uh, this far uh, because that's still gonna mean I'm I'm, I was a part of the success, and uh, I want this team to go. I want this team to go very far. So
0: yeah. Sweet. Thanks. Um. Final question of the podcast. Um. This one specifically for you, Blazai. All we need is a one-word answer. Is Frank Lampard the right coach for Chelsea? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And um, that's all we have for today um, in our Crack of Live podcast. Sorry, Crack of Football Live podcast. Um, Thank you very much to Blazai, Adrian, and Kuba for joining me today.
4: Thanks a lot. Thank you,
1: guys. I forgot to say that Mikola Arteta is the right man. The <laughs> <world>. <laughs> <laughs> no one asked you that, but... <laughs> yeah. No mate.
0: Yeah.
3: Hope about you us. join us next time. Uh, bye, guys. See
2: you. Bye.
0: Thank you very See much.
2: You.
0: So thank you for joining us. Hope you can join us next week for a new episode of Krakow Football Life.